0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times with me, Peter Morden. I'm from Cornerstone Baptist Church here in wonderful Leeds. As I said in the last episode, we are just embarking on a new series, thinking about the parables, the stories that Jesus told. And we remain in Mark chapter 4, I'm going to read verses 1 to 20 and I've entitled this not the parable of the sower but the parable of the soils because it's the different soils in this story that we're going to look at today. We come to God in prayer and ask for him to be with us as we look at his words and I'm going to use just a, a little formula that I remember from many years ago Look up God's word, let it into your life and then live it out. So three L's. Let's base our opening prayer around that. Yes, Father, we pray that first of all, we would look up your word, that we would turn to it, perhaps on a screen or a paper Bible. Help us now to look it up. But we want to go a step further and we want to let it into our lives. May it penetrate deeply and nourish us. And Lord, we don't want to stop there either. We want to live out your word. We want to live lives that are shaped, moulded by your word and your spirit. And so, Lord, today we look up your word we let it in and we resolve in the power and the strength that you give to live it out to the praise of your glorious grace. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, chapter 4 of Mark's Gospel and verses 1 to 20. Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. Some fell on rocky places, where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly, because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered, because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants, so that they did not bear grain and still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying thirty, some sixty, some a hundred times. Then Jesus said, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. When he was alone, the twelve and the others around him asked him about the parables. He told them, The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to those on the outside everything is said in parables so that they may be ever seeing but never perceiving, and ever hearing but never understanding, otherwise they might turn and be forgiven. Then Jesus said to them, Don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The father sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seed on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they only last a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seed sown among thorns, hear the word, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seed sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop, some 30, some 60, some 100 times what was shown. Well, we saw yesterday that Jesus tells stories at least to a degree to obscure and not to explain. We have to dig in, we have to wrestle with these stories, these parables, to wring out the meaning That is there. Having said that, Jesus is, as you would expect, the master storyteller. And so we should be ready to be fascinated, to be excited, and to be drawn in by these wonderful parables. This is one of the best known of Jesus' parables, and his explanation shows us that his story has a deep meaning. We can overcomplicate things with the parables, but we don't need to. The question that I want to pose this morning for me, as well as for you, is this. What sort of soil are we? That's the key, isn't it? As we look at Jesus' explanation, as we see the meanings of the different soils, what soil are we for the gospel seed? I'm drawn in particular to verses 16 and 19. First of all, we think about the seed sown on rocky places. And these are those who seem to be really growing in their faith, but there is trouble or persecution, and perhaps because of an inadequate understanding of suffering and its place in the Christian life, they wither, and they die. In these days, there is significant suffering that we face. People in different tears, people struggling through lockdown, people struggling with redundancy, with furlough, with all sorts of threats to livelihood and to life. These are difficult times, And I want to encourage you to persevere, to persevere in faith, to prove yourself to be good soil. God strengthens us to do this. May God be with you if you're suffering, if you're struggling. Maybe you're thinking about someone else, a friend or a family member, And you have a burden for them and it's suffering and struggling for you as you think about them. But you also recognise it as a, a tough time for that other individual. Pray today that God would be with them and would help them to keep going. But also we see as the verses proceed, that there are other things that can catch us out, perhaps suffering, perhaps trouble, perhaps persecution, but there's the seed that's sown among the thorns as well. Here the problem is not so much suffering, it is comfort and ease, and it is the deceitfulness of wealth, the desires for other things. Here, the problem is the opposite one. Jim Elliot, a missionary martyr of a previous generation, talked about the dread asbestos of other things, the things that crowd into our life and choke our focus on Jesus and our Christian growth, the other things that crowd in and push Jesus out. So, one of the soils is to do with suffering. The other is to do with comfort and ease and the pursuit of the wrong things. May God speak to us through his word. May he lead us to repentance. And then, finally, of course, there is the good soil. I once heard someone preach on this parable and on the 30, the 60, the 100 and basically said, you know, if you're only producing a crop of, of 30, that's okay. Don't worry about it too much. It was a really strange message and it certainly jarred for me because I don't think Jesus is saying aim for 30 I think by laying out these possibilities he's saying do the best you can in the strength that I give press on to follow me produce a crop yeah it may be 30 it may be 60 but aim for a hundred if this word is true if I am lord and savior and of course it is true then give it everything that you've got in the power of the Spirit. This is what Jesus is saying. This is how Jesus is encouraging us. So let's be the best that we can be. Let's be all in for God. If we're struggling with suffering, may God come to us and reassure us and strengthen us to keep going if we're struggling with comfort and ease, if we are distracted by distraction and drawn away to other things, may God help us to simplify and focus once again on him. And may he strengthen us by the power of the Holy Spirit to the glory of his name alone. Not to be half-hearted, not to aim for 30, not to aim for 60, for God's glory and praise to be the people, the very people that he is calling us to be. Let's come to God in prayer together. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for this parable and we thank you and we praise you for the explanation as well. And we just pause and reflect on the different soils. Maybe maybe we think of friends and family and neighbours and colleagues, people that we've known in the church who seem to fit into one category or another. Maybe that God is prompting you to pray for someone that you know who is really struggling as a Christian and has wandered away from the Christian faith. If God is prompting you, if God is bringing someone into your mind, then lift them to him now. And Lord, for ourselves, we recognise the different soils and we come to you maybe with a measure of fear and trembling, but also receiving your reassurance, receiving your love, receiving your forgiveness as we confess our half-heartedness and resolving once again, as we sit or we kneel or we stand before you, to be all in for you. Help us, Lord, to fertilise the soil, as it were, in our lives, to come to you often, to pray daily for a fresh filling of your Holy Spirit, to dig into your word, to live it out day to day. And, Lord, may we be good soil for the gospel seed, producing a crop, not just 30, not just 60, but for your glory and praise A hundredfold. Help us to be the very people that you are calling us to be, we ask. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.